0: But the gospel is good news.
1: Pointing people back to the, just the root of everything, which is, you know, it's, it's Jesus. It's, it's our risen Savior. Uh, it's the simplicity of the gospel.
0: We have a, an awesome Savior. And we can live a glorious, victorious life without fear. Um, the Bible says, such as a man thinketh so is he. Hello, my name is Lonnie Wood with Victorious Christianity and pastor of Restoration Life Church in McGee, Mississippi. And, and especially excited today, we have a friend of ours from all the way from Wilberton, Oklahoma. Uh, my friend for, I guess, probably 15 years now or so, Brother GL, that we've known one another. And uh, God brought us together uh, at a meeting over in Pensacola, Florida, many years ago. And uh, so uh, you're here today and with us in our conference and going to help us get kicked off. and I just wanted to um to take a moment and Introduce you to uh, to our listeners and just thank God for you and your ministry and and the and how that you have ministered to me and my family and my church over the years. It's just been so uh, rewarding for us and we're just so excited to have you with us. And we'd like for to, for you just to take a few minutes and uh, just introduce yourself to our listeners and and tell us a little bit about yourself and if you will and maybe what you you're going to be speaking tonight. You might want to share a little bit about what you're going to be talking about tonight. Now this one air of course before next week so today being the 23rd of november uh sorry, november February, sorry about that. February, uh, it'll probably be next week before this comes out, but we're going to have a great time tonight and tomorrow night and also uh, Saturday and Sunday. This weekend is going to be powerful. We've got a lot of ministers coming in from all over the United States, and I really believe that God's going to, to really bless, and people's hearts and lives are going to be touched. And But just take a moment, Brother GL, if you will, and kind of share with the people um, kind of how you, I guess, how you got into this message
1: that you preach and, and teach so uh, uh, so. Well, so thank you, Brother Lonnie. It's certainly an honor to be here with you, and uh, it's been nice to be friends with you over the years. And uh, we're just again honored to be here. Uh, just a little bit about my background: uh, I was raised in the Pentecostal realm. My grandfather and my grandmother uh, first received the baptism of the Holy Spirit uh, in about 1914, and evangelists had come from the Azusa Street revival. Uh, in Los Angeles to Wilberton, Oklahoma. And uh, then my grandfather became one of the first Pentecostal preachers and pastors in that area. So that's what I was raised in, in the Pentecostal realm. And uh, I thank God for that. And I thank God for Amen. my grandparents who introduced me to the Lord. But uh, later on in life, I, uh, I always wanted to fly airplanes. And Uh, I flew airplanes in the Navy for several years, 12 years active duty, and then eight years in reserves. And uh, then I began flying, uh, when I was in the reserves, flying uh, for an airline, uh, one of the largest domestic carriers here in the United States. And uh, I uh, also had been baptized in the Spirit earlier in life and uh, raised in that uh, certain doctrine, but I knew that there was more of God than what I had uh, gained in some of the denominational doctrines that I was in. So uh, I had a lot of hotel time, and I spent, uh, I I just told God, God, I want to know you, and I'll be willing to give up of anything that I've ever learned uh, to know you. And he said, in fact, in the spirit, forget everything that man's taught you, let me teach you, and that which is truth will still be a truth, and that which is a lie you don't need to retain anyway. So I readily agreed to that. And he began uh, changing how I saw things, especially about eschatology and what God's plan was for the planet. And I found out that God's true plan for the planet is to restore it and not destroy it. And I began to see that in so many places in the scriptures. There's probably... 1,100 verses in the Bible that says in one form or another that all of the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord Amen. as the waters cover the sea. So many more passages of Scripture where it says, Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. And uh, come to find out, I began to understand that I really didn't even truly know God to the intimate relationship that uh, I wanted to know Him. And even though I had been baptized in the Spirit and uh, even given messages in tongues uh, in the churches, uh, many different churches, I can't number the amount of times that was done, uh, there is a deeper relationship with the Lord and uh, uh, of just knowing Him and and, uh, having Him speak to you in the Spirit. Well, tonight, uh, in fact, that's going to be the title of uh, the message that I'm going to bring forth. God's ultimate plan before the world began was to get inside of man. And we see the fruition and the fulfillment of that in Second Corinthians 6 and 16 where God has said, what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. That's right. Amen. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them and I'll be their God and they shall be my people. Well, his dwelling in this is kind of like his omnipresence, but his Uh, walking in us is uh, like we see in Romans 8 uh, and 14 where God said those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God and if we look up that word sons in that passage of Scripture we see it's mature sons the Greek word is weos h-u-i-o-s and not uh, technon sons and that's another Greek word for immature sons or brephos or babes in Christ but uh those who are the mature sons are led by the Spirit of God in everything they do, everything they say, and everything they think. Well, God does not live in time, as He so stated in Isaiah 46, 9 and 10. He said, I'm God. I can declare the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I'll do all my pleasure. Well, God foreknew that Adam was going to fall before he fell. Before the world was made, God knew that Adam would fall. So he had already made a plan, foreordained a plan, that he could reconcile man back to him, and uh, we see what that plan is as God said there in that uh, Isaiah forty six nine and ten, I will do all my pleasure. Well, I begin to understand what God's pleasure was by looking seven chapters later in the book of Isaiah, uh, chapter fifty three and verse ten, and God said. Uh, that he was going to bruise Jesus, and he would offer his soul uh, for sin, and that uh, he would uh, do his pleasure through that, through Jesus dying on the cross. So again, I began searching Scripture, and I found that the, the plan for Jesus to be slain was before the foundation of the world, as we read in 1 Peter uh, 1, 19 and 20, the Lamb was foreordained to be slain before the foundation of the world. Now, why would that God please, why would that please God? Well, that was the way that God was going to reconcile all men unto Him. For we read in Hebrews 9 and 22 that there is no remission of sins without the shedding of blood. So God came in the flesh, shed His blood to cleanse us as vessels for His habitation. And uh, so God made a goal for us, and that was to be changed in His very image. If God could get inside of us, then He could change us into His very image. And that's what He said in 2 Corinthians 6, uh, 3, 17 and 18. Now, the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. And, of course, liberty is freedom, and then you should know the truth, and truth shall make you free, not set you free, but make you free. For mm-hmm. you, if you're set free, you can be captured again. But if you're made free, you can be in jail and be free. Praise the Lord. Amen. So he continues with that passage of scripture, verse 18. It said, Who shall change uh, our well, he's going to make us into his very image uh, in that passage of scripture. Now God is spirit, he's an omnipresent spirit, so he doesn't have a physical body, but the image that he wants to change us into is to hit into his divine Nature Be the very divine nature of God. And Peter wrote about that in uh, 2 Peter chapter 1. He says, taking on the divine nature of God. That's the image that God wants to change us into. And then Peter in that passage of Scripture, verses 5 through 8, gives us the steps for being changed into the very nature of God. Where he said, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge and knowledge temperance, and temperance patience, and patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, we add uh, charity, which is unconditional love of God. Yes. The Greek word is agape. Mm-hmm. So God wants to take us there. Now, going back and looking at those steps, you know, faith is a substance of things for, hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And uh, without faith, we cannot please God. So That's really the first step we take, that we believe that God is, and He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. And then we add to that faith virtue. And having studied the Bible, I understand that there's two words for virtue in the New Testament. One of those is power. One of the words for virtue is power. Just like when the woman uh, with the issue of blood touched Jesus, the hem of His garment, Jesus said, virtue flowed through me. Well, that's power, but that's not the virtue that Peter's talking about, for he's talking about moral purity. So add to our faith moral purity, and then we add to that knowledge. You know, a lot of people uh, really don't know God, as I mentioned that just a moment ago. They just think God is, is uh, a being sitting on a chair in outer space. But the Bible plainly said, as Jesus said in John 4 and 24, that God is spirit. And that we must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So God literally, being a spirit, has not sat on a chair in outer space. Studying the Scriptures, we see that the throne of God is His realm of influence over us on the earth. So that's God's throne, and we see God on that throne in several places in Scripture. So we add to our faith virtue and knowledge, and then temperance and uh you know, uh, temperance is like really being able to control your temper, control your nature, and we have to have Him as the Spirit living in us to actually do that. Just like Jesus said in Acts 1 and 8, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Well, that power, first of all, is to be able to control our own nature that we were born with. So add to our uh, knowledge, temperance, and then patience, You know, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Uh, They shall mount up His wings as an uh, an eagle. And they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. So again, the next step that we take after patience is godliness. God said uh, that, uh, be ye holy even as I am holy. And of course, Jesus made us righteous and made us holy by what He did on the cross. Then add, add to that uh, godliness, brotherly kindness. And uh, John wrote about brotherly kindness in, in the small epistles of John that we read about. And he said there that how can you love God whom you have not seen if you cannot love your fellow uh, brethren that you have seen? So, And he also said some man might say that I love God and hate his brother. Well, you can't do that. You can't say That's I right. love God and hate your brother. So God wants to take us to that after that brotherly kindness, is charity. And again, looking up that word charity, we see that it means agape love or unconditional love, just like Jesus had for us on the cross. Having gone through all the torture and that he went through, uh, he had attained that point, uh, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. So that's just... Uh, a few uh, minor things I want to speak on tonight, and on the 23rd of February, 2023, at your meeting, and uh, there'll be much more than that that I'll probably cover during during that uh, session. Amen.
0: Well, uh, Brother G.L., thank you so much for sharing that with us, and I know there will be more. And I'm, I'm telling our people already uh, before you got here that I said, you're going to have to listen fast because he's he's going to move on. <laughs> and I love that. Uh, but uh, you do cover a lot, a lot of Scripture, and, and I appreciate that about you because uh, I said, Kiddingly one time you had given uh, in one session, I guess it was must have been 100 verses of Scripture, and, and we were just drinking it up, and I said, well, Brother G.L. would do okay if he just, Stick with the scripture, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> kiddingly, of course. But, but again, thank you so much for coming uh, all the way from Wilberton, Oklahoma, to be with us in our conference this week. Um, as you were sharing a moment ago, uh, Brother G. L., uh, you know my my mind was was going uh, so many ways in just, of course, in what you were saying, of course, but uh, but having to do with uh, with this charity yet you talked about love. Um, you know, in the in the county and kind of the camps or circles, if you will, that you and I uh, kind of are a part of and associate with and fellowship with. Uh, I guess for the most part, we've been considered uh, kingdom-minded or kingdom preachers. Um, but uh, I, and I think maybe a lot of what um, we're supposed to to uh, to be ministering has to do with eschatology. But I was telling my wife, Cindy, the other day, uh, we were talking about this, and I think what we're preaching, what you're saying here a moment ago, sharing those scriptures, uh, to me it has a lot more to do with um, righteous living. Uh, loving God, loving people, Amen. than it does um, end time events. When we th- when we think of eschatology, uh, you know, my mind uh, takes me to end time events, and so much is being said today, especially when you look at the uh, Russia and Ukraine war and. And uh, various uh, things that's going on in the world today. Uh, you look at the world events today, and it seems like that there's just chaos everywhere. And um, so many, it seems like in Christianity, uh, seem to feel as if, though, well, this is pointing toward the last days or the end times. And I know that that's not what you're ministering on tonight, but I guess I'm saying all that to say this. What you're saying, if I understand what you're saying, what you're going to be sharing tonight uh, really has more to do with our life here and how we love God, uh, an, an intimate relationship with God, uh, more so than what's going to happen in the next five years or 10 years or 100 years. Uh, we're living one day at a time and we're loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind and strength. And I think that's the number one call. And I, that is the number one, uh, the first commandment to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, and what is the second? To love your neighbor as yourself. Right. And uh, so that's that's how that I'm really enjoying God today. Uh, it has nothing to do with um, uh, a mansion or streets of gold or flying away or, or 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 anything that's going on in this world. Now you know we can always turn our news on uh, TV on and hear the news, brother G.L. And uh, and it's bad stuff everywhere. But what the news, what the media is not telling us is how and what. God is doing in the earth. God is moving in planet earth. God is moving all over this world. People are getting healed. There's a revival going on in Asbury, Kentucky today, and that's spreading. I heard just yesterday, Brother J.L., that there was 870 documented healings. God's moving. God's Spirit is moving all over this world today as we sit here. We don't hear a lot about it, but as it continues to grow, excuse me, is this... As, this, as the Spirit of God continues to move and cover the earth, as, as you brought out a few minutes ago, this is what I think the church needs to look forward to. As I told my church the other day, you know, put your suitcases down. Don't get in any hurry to go anywhere. <laughs> Praise God. Let's just love God and love right. people and enjoy and enjoy living for God. Right. You know, it's not a burden to live for God. It's not hard to live for God. You know, what we talked about, Cindy and I talked about on our last podcast, was talk, we are talking about uh, relationships. And, and, and we talked about joy. You know, uh, it, living for God is not all about being happy all the time, but we can have joy in the midst of, of, uh, of uh, troubles and trials and tribulations. We can still have joy. Why? Because of our relationship with God and because of our relationship with one Amen. another. So yeah. all of that is so vitally important. I'm so thankful uh, not only for yourself. Thank you for coming, as I've said. But we've got other ministers coming in this week uh, all the way from West Virginia uh North Carolina uh, Georgia various ministers uh, all over this nation is coming in here so for those who uh, who would like to hear uh, more about this you can uh, we'll be uh, bringing in other ministers uh, tomorrow the next day throughout this week we'll be doing other pod- podcasts and you can see us on on Facebook or YouTube if you'd like to pull us up we'd be glad to uh, be honored to to have you to to tune in and, and listen uh, this is a joy this is a just a joy joy of mine uh my son devin he's here and he's going to be helping us with music and all this week he and amber from from alabama and uh and David has, has helped us get this set up, brother GL. I'm so thankful for them. This podcast and YouTube ministry is going to be a, a blessing, I believe, to people all over the country. So we're I can't I can't I'm so excited. I don't know how to tell you how excited I am. That's 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 how I feel about it. So, but again, thank God for you. But um, what else, brother GL? Do you do you have anything else? Any closing remarks? Would uh, well, you'd like you, to share
1: with us? Uh, you mentioned uh, eschatology or the last days, end of time end of the world. And having studied that extensively, the more I study it, the uh, more I find out that it's talking about the end of the old covenant. For instance, in Hebrews Amen. 9 and 26, it says, then must he have suffered since the foundation of the world, but in the end, now in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of, my, of himself. So Jesus was crucified 2,000 years ago at the end of that old covenant world world. amen and uh there's so many passages of scriptures about the last times and the last days but as i see that it's referring to the last days of the old covenant and uh i know several years ago uh there was a big uh theory that uh, jesus was coming on uh, i think it was in september of 2015 because the moon was turning to blood but there's three passages of scripture in the Bible that talk about that, and I and Joel two and thirty one and uh, Acts two and uh, verse twenty one or twenty two. There it talks about uh, the sun and the moon, the light of the sun and the moon, and the stars going out, and then in Revelation chapter six, verse twelve through fourteen, it talks about the moon turning to blood. Well, if we closely study all that. uh, There are two primary light systems in the Bible, the Old Covenant light and the New Covenant light. And the sun represents the light in favor of God shining on a people at a particular time. And the moon is uh, reflecting God's light to a people on a lower level of understanding. That's the moon, the people that God's light is shining on. And we see in passage of Scripture like Daniel 12 and 3 that the stars are the individual pinpoints of light in the light system. Well, Paul writes in uh, Second Corinthians chapter three that the light of the new covenant far outshines the light of the old covenant. So yes. when we see the sun and the light of the sun and the moon and the stars sh- uh, failing, it's talking about the old covenant light going away, giving light to the new covenant. And we read in Revelation that uh, uh, that we have no need of the light of the sun, of the moon, of the stars, because the Lamb is the light thereof. So Jesus said he was the light of the world. So he's that light that's the light of the world, light of the new covenant. Praise so God. I think without Amen. a doubt, when talking about eschatology, we can say that there's the light of the old covenant, light of the new covenant, the blood moon had nothing to do with Jesus coming. It had to do with the light of the old covenant going out. Mm-hmm. And I might address some of that tonight also. Well, that's beautiful,
0: Brother Jill. I appreciate you sharing that. And one thing too uh, that I want to mention, um, I was just talking. I think it was Dev and I talked. Well, you and I talked about it some too on the phone this week. Is is that when we are sharing what you and I are sharing here today, uh, and will be this this weekend, uh, and and really on an ongoing basis, is is this because we uh, teach these uh, uh, these these lessons. Uh, Uh, concerning uh, the eschatology or or whatever it is that we're... This by no means... Uh, are we saying that there are not, that others aren't saved or are not going to heaven. And, and, and that can be uh, misunderstood. You know, uh, the greatest miracle that's ever happened to a, to a human being is to be born again, Amen. to make Jesus his Lord and savior. Right. And uh, so the, the denominations all over this world, uh, you know, they believe that and they accept, they accept Jesus. And so as their Lord, and, and we just don't want to ever come across uh to, uh, as to uh, causing folks to think that we don't believe that if you don't think like we think or believe like <laughs> we believe, that that nothing could be further from the truth. If you know Jesus, folks, uh, and you're born again, um, you et- you have eternal life. And so please know that because that we we may teach things a little different, as especially as, as, as it has to do with uh, end time events or eschatology or last days or whatever the subject may be, uh, that this, this does not mean That we don't believe Because somebody just Brother Jill Just last week Or week before last uh, I was teaching In Galatians for example And Paul was encouraging uh, The the people of that province uh, To 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 not go back to those weak and beggarly elements of the old law. As you right. mentioned a, a moment ago, that was, that law was their world. And, um, and, and, you know, to, to think that, uh, that we are somebody special or anything of that nature, because this, this person thought for whatever reason uh, was understanding our, that I thought that because if you didn't hear what I taught, then you 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 wouldn't <laughs> be able to make it to heaven. And that's just not true. So we, we never want anyone to think that and my most don't. And I I, I I know that. But I just want to make that clear because, you know, when we do these podcasts and YouTube meetings, we want people to know that what we believe at Restoration Life Church, and I know this is what you believe and teach, Brother Jill, is that uh, our number one responsibility in the kingdom is to love God and, and to love people. Right. And that's what we're about. We're right. about loving people, and we're yes. about relationships, and we're about loving God. Uh, that's our number one call. That's the number one commandment. It's to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And, and that's what we're about. But thank you again uh, for breaking that down for us. Uh, I, I tell people everywhere I go, I've met a lot of people, but I don't know if I've met anybody <laughs> that knows the scripture like my friend, Brother GL Parks. And I thank God for you, Brother GL. Thank Amen. you, brother.
1: I appreciate that. And, you know, we can just thank God. Uh, he's given me a gift of recall, and I can recite scriptures, and it's nothing that I've done for myself. Uh, It's just a gift of God. Yes, uh, I understand. I know that. It's not me. I don't lift myself up at all. In fact, Jesus said he who seeks to save his life shall lose it. That's right. But he who seeks to lose his life shall actually find life. I'm not talking about dying, but uh, dying to the nature that we were born with. And uh, that's where God wants us to get to, that he is reflected, just like uh, Jesus told the Jews in Matthew 23 and 39. You shall not see me henceforth until you say, blessed is he, Brother Lonnie, that comes in the name or the nature of the Lord. And that's Praise exactly God. where we want to mature to, that we are just like him. And that's his goal. That's as right. I mentioned a while ago, that's his goal, is to get us to the point that we're just like him, walking on the earth, manifesting God to creation, and changing the world. Being the Christ in the earth, He's called us to be. Yes, sir.
0: Brother JL, once again, we're going to wrap this up, but I just wanted to say um, to to know you and and to know uh, your level of understanding and ability to to preach and teach the Word, but uh, is awesome. But to see your humility, you, you know, uh, there's there, everybody that loves the Lord and knows the scripture uh, sometimes don't don't have humility. And I've known <laughs> you for some 15 years now, and I, I've recognized that. And it's and we appreciate that. It's very attractive. We thank you so much for your love for God and your love for people in uh, your humility. Uh, but at the same time, the knowledge that God has given you uh, as it relates to the scripture. So we're just so blessed and honored to have you. To, uh, here with us at Restoration Life Church, and we just encourage the people to uh, to you. You can pick us up on YouTube or uh, Facebook. We'll we'll be there as well. Um, and I I know that uh, that uh, many would be here t- t- uh, tonight at our meetings if we had gotten this out earlier. But by the time this airs, it'll, the meeting will be gone. But you can he- you can hear us on YouTube uh, or uh, Facebook. Uh, we'll be streaming live, by the way, uh, this week. So thank you, folks, for for tuning in and listening to us and we thank God for you and uh, just pray God's blessings on each one of you. God bless you.